TV sets. We just adjusted our chairs. Can you zoom in just a smidge? Uh, this is Waiting for Death uh, with Joe Camerata. My guest tonight is Isaiah Mueller, and he is the man. I love him. He's a comedian. Thank you. And these are the seven great questions. We're going to dive right in, if that's okay with you, Isaiah. Seven's a very spiritual number. And that's why I picked it. So, yeah. That's why I picked it. I'm vibing. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Isaiah is a spiritualist. I so am. I do dabble. I think of like the seven, like the tarot cards that are like the, the like the like you got the seven of wands, you got the seven of uh, of discs, you got yeah. There's there's sevens and you got the seven of cups, which like in the tarot deck, like seven is like very. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, you know, yeah, of course, even religion in general, you have the seven days of the week. You right. have like seven is uh, for sure. The Lord made the the world in seven days. So right? seven is for sure, just yeah, a sacred number. Yeah. Um, very spiritual. Uh, very spiritual. But I mean, every number is right. Like, sure. Yeah. Like, every number you know, every is number like a correspondence. Has, with, yeah, with spirituality yeah. Yeah. But definitely seven, but seven is a like, blessed number. Yeah. 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 It's definitely a a pinnacle number of sorts. Um, which is very interesting, for sure. It's fascinating, right? I'm fascinated. Yeah, and so uh, so let's uh, let's uh, dive our the seven deadly sins, seven deadly sins, seven the, deadly questions. Which which, which also, um, um, I believe there are seven beatitudes um, that correspond to the seven deadly sins. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, seven beatitudes. That is actually an interesting thing. The uh, they are direct opposites of the seven deadly sins. The seven beatitudes. Hmm. Yeah, that's why right. they exist. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Hey, man, this yeah. world is full of surprises. Right. That's the idea is, is that you can figure out the virtues by figuring out and the vices. And we're we're drinking what whiskey? Uh, whiskey neat. Uh, old fashioned. An old fashioned, right? right yeah, right. and uh, I'm into old fashions lately. That's my. You're thing. an old fashioned kind of guy. I kind of am, man. I really am. I try to be, man. I try to be ahead of my time. That's the whole thing. I Hopefully. My next stage is, is old age, and so I'm just trying to get there early. old crone. Yes, yeah, so I'm You're trying to get like, there early. Yeah. Just put like a little shawl on. Yeah, all like do. Yeah, that hermit life. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. for me. Just wave that cane at people. That's for me, man. Wherever you go. hermit life. I wonder if the sound of the ice clinkling on the cameras, that, that was a plastic up. Don't. That was the, this is oh, a, it's good. This it's is pleasant. a nice sound. Yeah. I love this sound. Yeah, it's very ASMR, right? Oh, ASMR. So, question number one Do you believe in God? Shit. Do you believe in oh, God? Oh, great question for question um, number one. Uh, do you believe in God? If yes, uh, what is that? If no, uh, what is that? Um, well, I do. Well, here's the good news, Joe. Yeah. It's that uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, so you're Jesus sacrificed did. himself on. Mm cross maybe and relinquished all of our sin joe did you know that is this the thing i don't know <laughs> no okay so to answer your question uh yes i i do believe in god and what that means to me is basically love and love kind of binds the entire universe together because there's a consciousness to the universe you know joe because yeah. we're all god's dream really because we're all fractions of god you know, and God is consciousness, you know, yeah, and, so like, and so we're all like, we're all God and we're all Christ, which yeah. is why Christ was so fascinating because Christ, like as like a mythology or like a person, whoever you want to describe it, Christ was like a hippie, you know, he was the original anarchist. And so he was basically saying that, you know, the kingdom of heaven is within you. And what that means is that Christ is, is really a, a level of consciousness that we can all uh, rise to, you know, and that's the consciousness mm. of unconditional love and being like seeped into the present moment, you know, and just being like really like in the vibe. That's what Christ was all yeah. about. He even has a great line because I'm not like a religious person, but I've studied like occultism and like the Bible and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but Christ has a really cool line in the Bible where people come to him and they're like, Christ, like, how do we worship you? How do we like, you know, how do we follow the, the word of God? How do we do it? Yeah. And Christ is like, throw all that shit away. Have some wine. I have, I have cake. And so yeah. he basically just gave people wine and cake and they had a fucking party. You know, so they he, have like, and yeah, that's what that, God is. That live in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Heaven here on earth. Yeah. I believe that, man. I believe. It's within. Uh, I believe we have an obligation to make heaven here on earth, man. I truly we do. do. We do. It, yeah. And it starts here, Joe. 
No, it so does. take Starts your fucking love. dick out. Uh, well, not that type of love. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. I I always love uh, I always love the the mythology of Christ and and you know just God isn't married to that idea, but I, I do love the idea that you know there's these ascended masters like the Buddha, like Christ, like Muhammad that like teaches people how to like live within the present moment because the okay. present moment is God. This is God, you know, like yeah. this is it. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm, I think God is everything all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, now that, that's in that movie, what that, the that movie, movie was yeah, about. Yeah. Is it about that? Kind of. Okay, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, yeah, you know, how I would describe God as everything all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That's not, not, yeah. not, the, not the philosophy of everything, everywhere, all at once, but the movie, everything, everywhere, all at once is God. <laughs> it's well, God. it's a part of the whole. So, yeah, it's yeah. part of the whole part of the whole so it's a fraction of god everything counts everything yeah. there is nothing there's no nothing's out you know yeah. everything totally. is everything yeah and that's god yeah it's very interesting though it does leave a lot of questions man because you wonder if evil is god and stuff like it that is. that's where it gets weird there yeah. was a great well that's where that because the universe the, the universe yeah that's how the universe operates it's like a paradox you know what i often think about i think about sometimes does hear me out on this one okay, this is a paradox i think about i can't get away from the, the noise i have I know, yeah. the headphones does and hear me on this the question is does god understand satan and oh. and and here's the question if god understands satan th- when you think about it if he understands satan then then he satan's a part of him yes if he understands Satan. Yeah. And and if he doesn't understand Satan, here's where it gets even creepier. Let's say he doesn't understand Satan, then he's not omniscient. Right. Isn't that weird? So if he doesn't understand Satan, he's not omniscient. But if he does understand Satan, then it's a part of creation. Yeah. So it's a part of God. Right. That's weird, right? If if God understands Satan, then Satan is a part of then he understands it. So that right. means Satan's a part of the understanding. Which means Satan's a part of creation, then. Right. Because God, at the most basic, is how God understands things. Right. Um, and so, 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 um, or non-things or whatever. But, 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 but if if God understands Satan, then Satan's a part of the whole. And if God doesn't understand Satan, if God says, "Hey, I can't relate to that. I can't understand that. Who is this I can't, guy? I can't understand why somebody would would reject my love. If God right. can't understand that, then he's not omniscient. Right. Isn't that weird? Well, I think that's, I mean, that's, okay, so that that's a really cool idea, especially yeah. like in judeo See, that's why Judeo-Christian fuck, Christianity fucks everything yeah, up. Yeah, no, Because it's all like, it's God yeah. or it's Satan. But everything is God. Even like the, the suffering is a part of God. Like we, like Judeo-Christianism, like, you know, Christianity puts like this mask on evil or like the negative things in life. And it's like, oh, it's this guy with pointy horns, horns that's like doing it all. But really, you know, God is just experience. So like when, when mm. you, you move out of duality, you move beyond duality, you realize that suffering and joy is all God. You know, it's all pain and love happening at the same time. Because this universe is like a simulation. So the, the, the way to play the game is that you have to have these sort of like these very polar opposites so that you can transcend the polar opposites and realize that everything is is one that's like that's like what it's yeah what that, this, that 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 and there's a at least lot from what of, i read and there's a lot I, of harshness to swallow on that mentally yeah that well like, there's this great quote that, that was like that, that that uh that everything i guess in a weird way is, is is the story that god wants towards the the greatness of every the the greatness of the story which well, is a weird thing to say, right? It's a weird thing to say, like, the story is a sum bonum of it all, and the story includes evil. That's a weird thing yeah. to say, right? Like, a good story includes a bad yeah. guy. That's, like, a that's a fucked up thing to say. But you need the bad guy. But, but like, but like, like, when you do philosophically look at, like, hey, what would a beautiful story include? And you start to tell a beautiful story, you're mm-hmm. going to then cr- mentally create a bad guy. Oh, yeah, of that's course. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're the hero of your own story, so everyone's yeah. like the hero of their own story. So, sure. like, you have yeah. to have like the adversity, you have to have yeah. the suffering and everything. And that what it, what it's really about, from like what I like am into and like what I've studied is like it's like your soul is infinite. You know, like you've taken 
billions of incarnations on this planet, other planets, other universes, other galaxies or whatever. And so your soul is basically trying to level up. So it's like trying to go like, you know, it's trying to have all the experiences. So when you can have all these experiences, the pain and the suffering and all of it together, that's wisdom for your soul, you know? That's yeah, like, there's, there's this really cool quote that's like, a, I forget who was talking about it, but it's like a poem and it's a poem about God. And it was like, uh, the poem's like, I am God. I am the, you know, the mother giving birth to the child. You know, I am that mm. beauty. I am also, to summarize it, you know, it's a long poem, goes on and on. But it goes, I'm the mother giving birth to the child. I'm the father coddling the child. I'm also the refugee orphan on a boat. I'm also the pirate mm. that raped the refugee orphan on the oh. boat. Oh, Jesus. I am everything. Everything. Well, That's what's good, what God is. There's this. Um, I'm the I'm the pirate who who you know who sexually assaulted the person who has not yet whose heart has not yet found love. It's, it's basically saying I'm God. I'm everything. I'm the you know I'm the mother. I'm the father. I'm the child. I'm the rapist. I'm the murderer. I'm the warlord. I'm the Hitler. I'm the I'm everything. I'm Gandhi. I'm Jesus. I'm yeah, I'm it all. The Christ. Yeah, okay. I'm it all. There's this book called Seth Speaks, which is uh, have you ever heard of this? Yeah, Seth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people it? like channel Seth. Yeah, yeah. And Seth uh, basically says that, that that people go through these many lives um, kind of collecting the wisdom along mm -hmm. the way and lessons for, yeah. their, for their soul and for their being. That's what it is, man. Um, We're in a boot camp for the soul. I'm a chill guy, so I like, <laughs> to, think, I like to think I'm an old soul. Yeah, probably. I like to think. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. But I also I've had an interesting life myself, so 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 I will say even my own life I've had a lot of experiences. Right. So, you know, as part of me that thinks it's just that. Right. Well, I mean, you know, that the, the the idea of like the old soul, you probably are. I mean, our souls have taken numerous incarnations, you know, on Maybe, numerous yeah. planes of reality. It's just a matter of like remembering. It's like you remember. Come on. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. That's interesting. I don't know the secret to uh, the bridge to remembering the past life. I do, Joe, and I'll teach it to you. For $59.99 uh, a month, you can subscribe to my podcast where I teach you how to remember your past life incarnations. Next question. All right, I'm ready. Um, do you believe in the devil? And if yes, what? Oh, yeah. That? Well, the devil is very real. Okay. You know, well, the, the idea, I mean, you know, you have like, Okay, so dig it, right? Dig this. Yeah. So there's like all these like, you know, God is everything, right? And that, that also applies on the spiritual level because we live in a spiritual universe. Right. There's like the astral realm. There's all these, there's the bardos. There's all these different realms of reality. Okay. So there's higher, higher realms of, of reality and lower and lower vibrational realms of reality. Wow. And, you know, so yeah, there's, there's demons and angels and demigods and all of it. Everything you could possibly imagine exists within the universe uh -huh. in every possible scenario that you could ever your little puny brain could ever conceive of the universe who's a trillion billion years old you know uh, unspeakably old has already coughed it out so you guys believe there there's uh conscious beings who delight in evil yeah and they spend their existence inciting evil yeah well they're lower I mean, there's different i think there's people who who obviously subscribe to that you know yeah people like hitler and stuff yeah right yeah they subscribe to this um to this uh uh gain through evil yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's a very real thing you know U ultimately you know it's it's like peanuts it's not like the real shit you know if you mm -hmm. really want to ascend in consciousness it's about unconditional love and all that yeah. stuff but if you wanted to go down the darkness you could go go down as far as you want you know, it's God all the way down. It's just, you know, it's just you want to hang out with God in a toga or you want to hang out with God with a leather jacket and, do, uh, you know, pitchforks people. So, it's so still yeah, God, that, 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 that's an interesting way to look at it. It's just your... It's just the negative stuff is a bummer. It's like, who wants to hang out there? People who live in the negativity attract the negativity sure. even in the spiritual plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's kind of and like you can a, get in touch with these entities, you know. The if you good like in the practice. spiritual plane doesn't fucks with you if you're bad in this plane. Yeah, well, like it, when, like if you ever and like practiced first, astral yeah. projection, like you could just you could summon all sorts of things based on your vibrational energy. So, like if you're hanging out in the astral realm 
and you're like a, a jerk and you're uh-huh. like, I want to get all the dark powers. I want to fucking, you know, I'll pillage and kill whoever. Just d- show me the demons. They'll show up and be like, hey, here's what you got to do. But like if you're, you know, you want to hang out with like loving beings and be uh-huh. like, hey, teach me about my ancestors. Your ancestors will show up and hang out with you. Yeah. So I think you're saying, you know, you're asking your subconscious, um, which uh, is probably way smarter than your conscious mind. You're asking your subconscious yeah. if you're summoning uh, the good. Your subconscious will unlock the good, and if you're summoning the the evil, your yeah, it's what your intention is, because intention is everything. Yeah, yeah, you have to have the right intention. Your brain will solve the problem, and if you're trying to do good, your brain will solve the problem of trying to do good, and if you're trying to do evil, your brain will solve that problem. Yeah, it'll just bring stuff towards you. It was just yeah. like you know, just attract things. Yeah, attract things. Yeah, it makes sense in that way, right? Mm-hmm. You ask your brain a subconscious question, your brain starts looking for it. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, if a guy power. if a guy is looking to cheat on his wife he's gonna uh find uh, someone to cheat somebody, on if somebody's looking to cheat on their partner um they're gonna find they're gonna find it they're gonna find it as yeah. opposed to uh um not looking yeah. yeah if you're out looking for drugs like you're gonna you know you can you're gonna yeah. find it like if your intention is like i gotta really find coke tonight you're like you'll find it you know yeah. like if you really want to yeah you know it's the same thing on the astral realm like if you want to be like hey i want to meet you know some cool beings and learn some stuff about my past lives or my ancestors or, you know, about the universe. And, you know, you'll hang out with some cool guys. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Makes sense to me. But also, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. It's just weird when people, like, differentiate. Like, Lucifer and the devil is kind of like two different, like, concepts. Like, Lucifer is cool. You know, you can summon Lucifer. He's a cool guy. Okay. But the okay. De- so you fucks with Lucifer. You think he's misunderstood Lucifer. He, she. Yeah. Well, the whole concept. It. When I say the devil and I say like these these archetypical concepts, it's yeah. not like I mean like the Judaic biblical sense. It's just negative entities and beings of positive vibrational energy. So you think Satan or Lucifer is a positive vibrational? Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole like mythology of like mm. what Lucifer actually is about is about enlightenment and and the serpent of the the Bible of the Adam and Eve is actually yeah. like a cool, he's, you know, you reverse the story and it's actually God is, you know, a negative character in that mythology saying like, you shouldn't know the difference between good and evil. And the snake is like, no, you should know the difference between good and evil. Eat yeah. this apple. And they figured it out. And then God was like, no, you're not my automatons anymore. Get out of here. Right. Yeah. And so they became self-conscious beings. And so Lucifer was the one who's like, hey, sometimes you got to break the rules a little bit. You know, you got to fucking yeah. like... I definitely am down with that. I'm yeah. down with that Prometheus story. Yeah, yeah. That it's Prometheus, Prometheus story. Kind of thing. I'm down with that. Um, the one thing I will say that I do take away from religion um, is that Lucifer, as far as I understand, is kind of the it's like an angel of luxury, and Satan is like an angel of um, of hierarchies. Mm, and so what's interesting right. is when you think about it, the devil tempts you with luxury and prestige. Right. That's how the devil right, gets right. at you. The devil goes, That's hey, he do gets you all want those some, Hollywood stars? Do you want some prestige? Do you want some luxury? And do you so, want an Oscar? Do you and, want to work with Edward James Olmos? So, but but here's the thing, and here's the tough part, and mm. this is why the whole um song Sympathy for the Devil is Yes. That is yes. that is how we grow as a society, is we grow by giving people awards, by giving mm-hmm. people prestige. We grow as a society by giving people luxuries when they do well. But the idea is, is these things in their extreme um, become very, very, very sure. evil in yeah. their extreme pursuits. Right. In the extreme pursuits of, of, of prestige and luxury. So it's this idea that, that the um, religions down prestige and luxury in the sense that they deny their leaders having prestige and luxury, theoretically. Right. In the sense that, like for instance, like a lot of... Uh, Religious people will take vows of poverty. This is an idea. Right. You know what I mean? They'll they'll do things to kind of even if there is a prestigious hierarchy within religions, they'll do things to kind of try to mentally curb that for people in the sense mm. of relocating them every couple of years so they have to right. rebuild and everything like that. So there's this idea on um, breaking the hierarchy. And what's interesting about that is God is. And this is follow me on this. This is very interesting. This is God is chaos. And so when you think about this, this there's this a lesson in the story of 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 Michael the Archangel who defeats Lucifer, defeats Satan. Mm-hmm. Okay, now he defeats Satan. And so Satan is the the angel of hierarchies. And so Satan is this powerful angel. 
an angel just below God. And Michael is a low angel. He's mm-hmm. a very low-level angel. Right. So this it's a David and Goliath story. It's right. David beating Goliath. Michael beats Goliath. And Goliath's like, how did you do this? Mm-hmm. And Michael's like, I did it with the power of God. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a creature. You're a creature. You're a more powerful creature, but you're not more powerful than God. So even right. though I'm lower in the hierarchy than you... I can beat you by appealing to God. And if you don't bow down to God and I do, I will beat you. So it's an argument for chaos. It's an argument for the fact that even though you set up these hierarchies, these hierarchies Mm -hmm. are a house of of cards. They're fake. Reality is chaos. The David will come along that will beat Goliath. Chaos will win. Because that's chaos. Chaos is David beating Goliath. That's something that order didn't think was going to happen. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you broke the script. Yeah, you so, flipped yeah. the script. I love that story. Yeah. I think that like that's even like more powerful. Like when you like, okay, see, so, like he says, "Oh, I beat you because of God." Like, what if you swapped out the word God for love? Yeah, I beat you because. Oh of love. yeah, I mean, I'm believing in yourself like, yeah, because yeah, of that yeah. that self that that love of like I right. love myself, and so the universe will prevail for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there is that sort of um, healthy love, that healthy. Yeah. Um, or it's like I'm not going to um, fight you. I'm going to love you. And that's the way to dispel darkness. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I, 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 you know, yeah, I mean, I think, I think love is a very powerful tool. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I think sometimes uh, people can take advantage of a loving nature. I've learned. Well, love isn't. People misconstrue, construe, construe love. And thinking like, oh, it's like this passive thing. It's like, oh, you could do whatever you mm-hmm. want. Oh, I love you. That's not what love is. Love is like, hey, I have compassion for you as a being, but if you step to me and try to hurt me or mine, I'm going to break your fucking neck. You know, it's not like a passive thing. Like, oh, oh, you know, like do whatever you want. It's I'm going to stop you, but that doesn't mean I'm going to have hate in my heart for you. I'm not in my heart not going like, oh, this fucking piece of shit. It's like, oh, no. Oh, this there's poor a, little there's baby. A, there's a healthy level of detachment to it It's all. detachment. It's oh. detachment, but it's not getting... It's not getting drowned in the emotion of the thing. It's yeah. staying above the water and being like, oh, this is a poor sympathetic being. I'm not mm. going to let it walk all over me, but I'm going to have compassion for it. I'm going to treat it like a crying baby, you know? Yeah. Like when like a baby's like wailing, you're not like, oh, this fucking... Well, some people... Yeah. I mean, I am something. But like you don't really feel hate in your heart for, you know, a baby. It's like, it's like oh, like someone needs to calm it down. You know, that's yeah. like your adversaries. Like if you no, think about I, them like I, that, it's like, oh, you need to... You That's just very to, true, and, and yeah. if you have peace in your heart and yeah. you realize that, hey, man, today is a treasure for today. Sure, there's enough detachment that you can have where you yeah. can feel it's a loving pity detachment on people that are going nuts because mm-hmm. because their overall story isn't working out the way they yeah, want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, they're just yeah. being crashed in the waves of like emotion, and like that's what that's the metaphor of Jesus walking on the water. You know, he's not affected by you know, the crashing waves of reality, he floats above it because that's the level of consciousness you could achieve when you try to understand Christ consciousness. That's great. Yeah, it's like when he was like, I live in the world, but I don't live of the world. You know, that's what that means. It's like, I'm here, you know, I'm hanging out with you, but I'm not going to get washed in the, you know, waters of emotion, you know, hatred and all this stuff. I'm not going to play the game, but I'm going to be here and I'm going to love you because I understand this is a whole simulation and we're just That's playing. That's perfectly yeah. said, man. That's what it's all about. I remember one day just just, just really being in the moment mm-hmm. and tasting coffee and realizing that, like, just like, man, like, I like coffee. Yeah, yeah. And just having this moment of just like, And you all know your what, stresses man? go away. You're I'm not just thinking here. about. Yeah, you're just here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I like coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, isn't this great coffee? Isn't yeah. this a wonderful day? Yeah, you know, I, I guess. Chirping. I just, I just realized that uh, I'll always be able to just kind of cling as long as I have enough money for basic comforts. I'll be able to laugh. Sure, as a reality. And here's a powerful thing: even when you don't have the money for basic comforts, can you still laugh? Right? Isn't that crazy? Uh, it's tough. I know. Yeah. That's the. That's why it's not an uh, easy game. You know, uh, uh, you have to be detached from the game enough to be like. Oh, you know, it's like, it's called, oh, so, you know, it's like, Mm. oh, so I have a million dollars in the bank. Oh, that's great. Oh, so, oh, I have zero dollars in the bank. Oh, so, you know, it's like, you're Mm. not, it's just like, you're just allowing reality to be reality. You know, you're not like a, you're not 
tied to like the outcomes. But just yeah, hard to do. I, it's I crazy guess hard to basic do. Basic comforts. I yeah. mean, like yeah, you know, of course, of course. Heat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but that's food. why some gurus go into the mountains yeah. and they're just like you know bare ass hanging out there in the wilderness and they're just accepting the summer seasons and the winter seasons and everything in between. You know. Yeah. Is, yeah. No, I guess. You know, yeah, who wants to fucking do that? I uh, I don't. I don't know if I can make peace with poverty, but I get what you're saying. I yeah. get what you're saying. There are people who literally make peace with the idea of being like a bear. Yeah. And make peace with being super crazy rich. You know, not, not one or the other isn't like bad. It's just it just is. Yeah, to float above yeah. it. Yeah. No matter what it is. Because that's like having like an unbreakable yeah. what do they call it? You have to have in within your heart. In a weird way, when a weird way it kind of takes the same mental strength to rise above the soup being soup it takes the same same act same mental th- activity to rise above being super rich as it is to um rise above uh poverty mm-hmm. poverty is probably actually easier to do it because you have to you right, have to right you yeah. have to be like well i'm not gonna kill myself yeah, so i yeah. guess this isn't real right right and right, so like yeah. it breaks you you know right, what i mean yeah. like you know definitely and that's like, why they say there's like, like, oh, kill there's, myself yeah. so like i guess this isn't real right. like like this has to not be real because i reached the bottom yeah and everyone says you should kill yourself here and i'm not going to so it's yeah. just like i'm just here now right and the illusion does get broken easier at the bottom yeah well suffering is grace and I think that's why people willingly, you're right, suffering is grace. That's why people willingly take on these vows of poverty. They willingly go to the bottom because it forces them to just confront, I have nothing. I made that choice. Now I'm just here. What does that mean? And guess what? Even when you have nothing, because like I've, I've feel like, like I've had moments in my life where like I've had like incredible tragedy happened like the worst case scenario like ever could have happened yeah thank you and it's like you're on the floor of your apartment and you're like face down and you're just like this is a you know this is rock bottom like i can't get worse than this and then you're like this is okay too some part of your brain in the back of your head, at, like underneath all the suffering and wailing and like, you know, like hatred of like life, there's a like a shard in the back of your head that's like, well, this is just OK. Yeah. Like it's got, that's like called the Atman, you know, it's like the the watcher, you know, no matter what, you're always like the, you're always kind of like watching yourself like a like a thousand miles away from you, kind of like observing. I do hope in those moments that it breaks people into greatness and it doesn't break people into just succumbing to just saying this is fine. Right. And because that's the thing, too, where I think a lot of cultures get pushed into poverty mm. because there's a little too much acceptance that, that happens through spirituality, yeah. oddly enough. Sure. Yeah. I mean, through religions that say, no, 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 you can withstand this suffering. Right. And then you, at a certain point, you, I should hope people say, hey, man, I could, but I could also ask for something better for myself. Of course. And yeah. sometimes religions brainwash people where they don't ask for something better yeah. for themselves. And I think that's criminal because, once again, as I mentioned earlier, we got to make this world into a heaven if we can. Yeah, I um, agree. I think that, I mean, that, uh, that's so brilliant what you, what you just said. Because it's like, yeah, fuck like these religions are just like, you know, you have to be destitute and you have to be like, you know, to really find God. What what these tools are for me is like an acceptance of like, okay, no matter what anybody does in reality, no matter what you do, you could be fucking Jeff Bezos, you're gonna suffer. You're like this reality, it's just like there's no escaping mm. it. Like you're gonna live, you're gonna die, you're gonna cry. You know, it's part of the game. And so when you get to those moments of like, oh, this is intense suffering. This is like, this the worst case scenario. These are tools to help you get out of those situations. Because once you can find your Atman and be like, oh, I'm okay in the worst scenario, then you can start to make it better. Then you're not like just watching the emotion. You're not just like, I give up. Yeah. Yeah. No. I guess. I guess. uh, Sometimes people find an identity in the bottom, Mm -hmm. and that's that. I think, man. I hate bottoms. Is is like you? You know. um, I'm just kidding. I I hate uh, bottoms. Thank you, bottoms of America. You can talk about your suffering um, without celebrating it, and sometimes some people they uh, uh, and not wallowing in it. 
they take a little pride in their suffering a right. little too much. Right, and, right, right, uh, right. And I, I look at that and I'm like, nah, man, I'm not going to do that. Sure. I'm going to ask for something better. That's true. Um, let's, uh, oh, let's see what time. Well, like question 15 number three. Minutes, 15 minutes left. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll make these more good. <laughs> no, no, this no, is fun. Yeah, I'm having yeah, a good time. Yeah. Question number three. Question uh, number three. What happens after you die? Oh, I'll tell you exactly what happens, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what happens. Uh, so when you die, when you leave your body, yeah. okay, so basically it's like, okay, so like, like you died, your consciousness is now outside of yourself. You're probably going to freak out a little bit. You're probably going to look back at your body and be like, holy shit, that's me dead. And then you're going to have a choice to either like hang around in the material world and like, you know, be like a sad ghost and like wander around to all the places, you know, and all the people that you didn't get to say goodbye to and be like, oh no, isn't it so sad that I can see you and you can't see me. You could do that for like all eternity or you could like choose to move on to the next phase of reality. You could choose to reincarnate. You know, you could go to the astral plane and hang out with your ancestors and do that for, you know, an eternity. You could go to like another universe, whatever your soul whatever your soul is like wants to experience, but you might not even know what your soul wants to experience. Now, now, now do you think, is there like, a, cause you're your soul's avatar right now. Do you think, is there a guide that gives you these choices or do you just know these a choices? Guide? Yeah. I think some people say like you, you see like your family members, you know, you see like people who passed on, like your ancestors, they could be like, mm. Hey, what do you want to do? Like, Hey, like, so you're presented with these choices. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're presented with the choices. And people say you can either wander around mm -hmm. here. You can do whatever you as want. As like a watcher, basically. Yeah, that's what ghosts are. You or know, they're you, watchers. Or you can... They're like the people in the circle jerk to, that just watch. Or or you can move on mm -hmm. to You can either come life. back, jump right back in, be like a baby, and be like in a whole new family. You could like incarnate in a completely different universe, you know? Now, can you just squid somewhere? Can you just fly throughout the universe checking sure. out stuff? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. But maybe why wouldn't that be heaven though? Exploring everything as a well, ghost. the idea these are ideas of like heaven is like it's not like okay again the Judeo Christian Christianity like there's a lot of weird stuff in there. I don't think it's like you know and the, all the stuff that I talk about. I'm just talking about like my own experiences, like reading about the occultism, reading about astral projection, astral projecting myself, and like practicing with like lucid dreaming and like all this like spiritual mumbo jumbo. Um, so like how I understand it, it's like it's not like heaven is like this end destination where that this is just where people go forever and you know like your soul. There's a lot to do, you know. There's mm. multiple levels of, of reality, and also judging by like how you lived your life, like you'll have a life review. Also, like this matters, you know, because this was your soul's classroom. Your soul is basically like going to school, and like unless you learn the shit that you were supposed to, supposed to learn here, then you like are more likely to come back and like have to learn it again because your soul would want to learn it again. You know, like you personally might be like, why would the fuck would I want to come back here? You know, the, this life was either great or it sucked. But like your soul might be like, hey, man, I'm trying to rack up some fucking karma points so I could be a, like an angel or a demigod or whatever, you know, you, your soul wants to do. Okay, so your soul in the in-between place will get more powerful if you go back and do more things. Well, powerful is like a bad word for it, but more wise. It's yeah. all about accumulating wisdom. Okay. So you can be, that's like what, a, like a, like a Jesus. Uh, not like more a, powerful, more peaceful. Yeah. More peaceful, the, more wise, more, more good with yourself yeah. in the in between. So like maybe like your soul might want to be like a Jesus in one incarnation. You might want to be like, Hey, I want to rack up all this stuff so I can come back to earth and help. You know, I can be like a real Christ figure. I can be like a, mm. a Buddha. You know, I could be like an enlightened person. You know, I could be like a Ramdas or something. Maybe that involves a lot of suffering. Yeah. Tons. Yeah, if you want to be a Christ, oh God, you got to get raped by reality. <laughs> not, not that's a bad word for it. Uh, you got to, you got to, yeah, it takes suffering. There's mm. a reason why they beat Jesus into it. You know, he was like a bloody pulp on the fucking mm. cross, and he was like, "Why did I do this?" Mm. You know, but it's about now. You mentioned that you astral projected. Can I you, have a couple can, times. Can you go anywhere when you do that? Yeah, no? you can, can do you whatever go, you want. You can go anywhere. There's no, so this, this 3D. Did you go like, where'd you go? Well, I'm not like a great astral project. I'm not like a guru or anything. Like mm. when I astral projected, okay, like check it. When I did it, I did it like a handful of times. When I 
first started doing it, I remember I was able to like, I practiced and practiced and practiced and like I was, I was doing it right and I was like raising out of my body. And I, I remember one time I turned around and I, I saw my body sleeping and I freaked out. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this is scary. And then I woke up, you know. Uh, one time, I don't remember the process of me leaving my body. I just remember I was like conscious. And I remember like these things like very clearly. I was, uh, I was conscious and I was kind of like hanging out and like this. It sounds so strange to people. <laughs> it sounds weird. But uh, <laughs> but um, I, I was uh, I found myself in a desert. It was at night, and there was like this blue kind of like beam. And then there was this dude that was there, and he his face had like a bunch of like like weird like blue runes on it. And stuff. you could see all sorts of crazy stuff. Astral projection isn't anything crazy. Like we're supposed to do that. Like the only reason we haven't been taught how to astral project is because we live in this matrix run by fucking maniacal people that don't want humanity to understand what we're truly capable of. You know, they want to keep us as like the slave race, just mm. toiling away at bullshit, you know? Mm. And so they want to keep us like little baby infants in the, our little playpens. But really, we're supposed to be fucking climbing out of the playpen. We're supposed to be fucking developing as spiritual beings. So astral projection isn't anything crazy. Anybody can do it. Mm. Yeah. Sure. And you can learn, yeah, you can learn how to do it. Um, and yeah, you could do whatever you want. You could learn about, you know, you could go I've anywhere. heard of it and I saw that movie Soul and everything like that. Soul was very, that's why I dug so I was like Pixar, like and movies do this all the time. Movies are always because people, some people who make movies, you know. This gets into a much larger area of discussion, but this stuff is known. You see, like people who are like civilians, who are just like in like, you know, working these menial jobs, we're just like, we don't know shit. We are cradle to grave people. You know, the government's just like, get them out of a vagina, get them into a job, they're dead. You know, that's what they want for us. But really, you know, there's a lot of shit you can learn. We're not our bodies, Joe Camerata. We're far, far more. Uh, hold on, let's see where we're at. Where are we? Uh, cool, cool, cool. We're, we're here. back. We're back. Uh, so okay. Um, I think we've kind of covered this um somewhat, but have you ever experienced the miraculous or the supernatural? Yes. What is that? I have. I believe I have. Okay. So you definitely talked about the astral projection already. I so think that's, that's one. yeah. That's that would be what <laughs> what it was. I mean, well, anything else or. I mean, yeah, I'll talk about it. I mean, yeah. it's weird. Okay, so the astral projection thing, yes, I, I would consider that my, my brush with the supernatural. I, I um, Yeah, you, you have, like, I've had times where, like, I've had the whole um, sleep paralysis thing. If you've ever had sleep paralysis. No. You never had that where you woke up, you can't move or you can't like do anything for your conscious. I've heard of this. Okay, so that's you've had that. Yeah, well, that's a precursor to astral projection. Like when people have that, that's what's happening there is they're they're in like this kind of like in between state where like their consciousness is kind of like floating like just just above their body or whatever. That's like how they describe it in like Hinduism and shit like that. Yeah. So when you when you're in that state, you can experience a lot of like crazy shit. Like you could see like entities. You know, there's like a lot of people describe these uh, these dark figures, these like hooded figures that like a lot of people describe them like who have astral projection experiences. And basically what those guys are, are they're like spiritual gnats, you know, because like your your soul is very bright, you know, as like a human being, like you're just like an effervescent entity, yeah. like your the human soul is very beautiful. And so when you have like lower dimensional beings, they're, they're called like these hungry ghosts, you know, they like want to like be around your light. So like, that's what people describe in like all these spiritual occultism stuff. Like when you're, you know, you got your, your uh, sleep paralysis going on and like, you got like these entities like hovering over you, like, oh, you know, you're like, oh my God, this is so scary. And you can't move. It's really terrifying because you can't move and you're just laying in bed and like, you got like these hooded figures like standing over you. And you're like, I can't Jesus. move. You've it's, seen this? Or? Yeah, yeah. I've had it happen to me. I had it happen to me a lot when I was a kid. Um, and so it can be really scary. But they're wow. harmless. They're not like, it's not like anything that can harm you. Um, so that would be one. Another one would be, uh, and it's no secret that my brother, Dime, 
Your brother died. Yeah, and Sorry, my yeah. oldest brother, uh, he he died in 2019. Sorry to hear that. And thank you. And so after he passed away, there was just like a lot of things, like, you know, there's a lot of like, and it ties back to like what I believe in and shit, like, you know, like mm. kind of like when you pass away, you know, you could still like kind of like fuck around with the people like, like your loved one. Like if you want to like, you know, if you want to like send little messages, like you can do that. So it's like, there's always like these weird coincidences that happen after like, you know, a lo your, your loved one passes away or like your brother or somebody like you'll get little hints that's like just for you. And like, you know, any, you could just brush it off and be like, hey, that was a weird coincidence that like after my brother died, he had this saying that he would always say, he's like, oh, legends never die. He's like, I'm, he was like this big bravado kind of guy. So like he would joke around and be like, I'm a legend and legends never die. And so directly after he died, we were all watching the Green Bay Packers game because that was his favorite football team of all time. And they were playing the day after his wake. And so the whole family was watching this game and on the screen, they put that quote on of like, heroes come and go, but people never, you know, legends never die. And like, that was like literally what was on his little card that you get at, you know, those wakes, you get those little cards of the person on there. Yeah. And so that was the quote. And like the next day, that's the quote, quote writ large for all of us to see. And so we were yeah. all texting each other like, did you fucking see that, that the little man? And everyone's like, yeah, Danny was fucking with it. You know, it's like throwing out yeah. a little. But it's like, what are the odds, you know, that like, like, why would that quote even, you know, on there? It was because some coach Come died. Up the next day, yeah, yeah, some some coach died, and and they're like that quote was for the coach that died, but it well, just happened to also be Danny's favorite quote. Yeah. So it's stuff like that, and I, I would see that quote all over the place. I would see it on shirts. I remember I sat down on the subway the day after he died, and somebody literally had that shirt sitting across from me, and I literally went up to them, and I was like, you know, in like a crazy manic state, and I was like, you understand why you're wearing that yeah. shirt, you know, but. Yeah, so like I, I believe that, yeah, like this whole thing is a simulation. It is a big game. When you get out of it, you're just like, oh, this is silly. You know, everybody else mm. is so upset, but like, you know, I'm fine. You know, so I think they fuck with you. I think they, they send you little things. Oh. So that's what I would consider. Yeah, yeah. little winks that this Little is winks. All... That's all a game. It's all just a fucking game. You know, it's all silly. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. But that's just me. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so that's your supernatural guy. Okay. I think so, yeah. Mm. The phantom of my brother. Sort of these, uh, uh, synchronistic experiences. Yeah, it's very synchronistic. And there's like, you know, there's a ton of stuff like that. That like, uh, even like my mom, it was funny because she just told me a story about like how she, uh, she was, um, she was thinking about Danny, my brother. She was really bummed out. Mm. She was at the store. And as soon as she was thinking about that, she heard this old lady go, Danny, come back, come back, Danny, come back. And there was like a little dog. It was some chick's dog. And she picks up the dog. She's like, Danny, why did you run up? And she was like, that's so weird. My son, you know, is named Danny. And, and she told her, you know, my son passed away and everything. And the lady happened to be like, you know, maybe she's like a kooky spiritual person. But she was just like, oh, you'll see him again. And then she walked off. You know, it's like, that's like a cute little message that like, yeah. you know, that's like an example of something, you know, the like toss to you, you know. Mm. Yeah. I'm it's cute. Yeah. Um, do you believe in love? And if yes, what is No! <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I do believe. I believe in, yeah, I believe in love. Right. Like romantic love? Yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think I believe in all sorts of love. Yeah. Right. I believe in love because I love stand-up. Right, yeah. I love, I love you know, art, being artistic. I love making movies. I love stand-up. I love performing. I think that's, you know, I believe in that. I love my nieces and my nephew. Yeah. I love I love performing. Too. Yeah. I believe that's real. That like yeah. that that is real. I think you could find love with a significant other. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. Uh, haven't done this one. We're wearing your headphones the whole time. Yeah, not doing that, but it's fine. Couldn't hear my sensual voice. Um I know it's, uh, but it's probably fine. Even though far away from me, and I'll probably that should be the name of a podcast. It's probably fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, is there? Oh, is there anyone? Is there anyone you hate? And uh, you don't say the name of the person. Joe Biden. Obviously. What? Uh, but is there anyone you hate? And 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 uh, yeah, I guess you know. Do you experience hate? But not hate. Like, do you hate a person? Because everyone experiences. 
everyone experiences dislike. Everyone experiences right. Yeah, hate. yeah, I, you yeah. Know what I mean? dislike that. But one. is there like a person you hate? You hate Joe Biden. I hate that fucking guy. Uh, I do. I really do. Okay. I really no. If there's anybody, but I'm looking for something like, do you experience like a hate on, on, yeah, on a personal level? On a personal level, um, do you experience well, hate? It got real personal for me. Uh, no, I don't think so. I uh, like I I do dislike people. I have people that like piss me off. Okay. I was like that fucking asshole. But you don't you know? experience. I don't think no. Like I don't. I would never experience like. I mean, I I don't. Um, I'm not like. Oh, I I hope something bad happens to that person because I hate them. I don't think uh, I don't think uh, I I really experience that. I go over shit too easily. Okay. I'll like be mad. I'll be really mad. And then I'll like, just say to the person that I'm, you know, why I'm mad about what I'm angry about. And then I'll kind of just like forget about it. Okay. Like the next week. But no, I don't, I don't like hold a grudge. Except God. against Joe Biden. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. I hate that fucking guy. Let's see. Uh, got it. So you don't feel that you experience like long-term hatred? Hate? Yeah. No. Fair enough. That's no, I do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's it. Hey, that's, that's everyone's. Why that's, why yeah. someone, yeah. that's great. No, that I mean, I, I I feel like we should like talk about like who <laughs> who we dislike. As far as like hate, hate, I don't. Uh, I, I I again, I have people I strongly dislike, but I would like, never like, be there like. There are people that if I heard that they were suffering, I would be happy. It's no, I can't. no, because then you're suffering. I maybe. <laughs> Right, right. You're like, good. I hope they feel it. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, they're living rent free in my head. In your I head, hope, and they're and they're. I hope they forked. suffer for. Right. In your head, for living like a, rent free in my yeah. head. I hope they suffer. They're in like an. X, yes. Uh, I hope everyone who lives rent free in my X head. Crosses. I hope everyone I hate that lives rent free in my head suffers enormously <laughs> for living rent free in my head. Right. Yes. For sure, you got a landlord in there. You that's got a, that's if if I hate anything, boss in there. I I why in my mind I'm like that is the least I can do. Is <laughs> wish bad the least I can do is hate them forever because they're living rent free right. in my right. head. You got to charge them some kind of pension. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the least I can do is be if overjoyed they, <laughs> if I found out news if of their had, like, suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> They lived rent free in my head for twenty years. Right. I'm glad they're going right. through pain now. Right. <laughs> for sure. Overjoyed. Oh man. My enemies. That I, I do I, I that that's a thing. I take joy in the suffering of my right. enemies. Hey, I mean that's for sure. That that is a pleasure in life for me. I treat my enemies poorly. Right. Um I mean, everybody around me. <laughs> um, uh, in the sense of uh, uh, sometimes, sometimes the the best thing I can do is even it's like hope they slip on like a banana peel and to like some they, degree they fall down like an escalator. The best and at thing, the bottom of the escalator is like a vat of acid. The best thing I can do sometimes is to ignore them to some degree. But I will tell you this: I my aim is if if you're my enemy, my aim is to treat you poorly. Right. Um, it will be on the side of poorly. <laughs> if they, hey, if there's a wealth and a poor side, they right on there. Yeah, you'll be on the side. I get it. Of your, I feel like if yeah. I imagine in my mind just like Joe Biden on an upward escalator and he slips on a banana peel and he's just falling backwards for like all eternity and like it just the escalator keeps going up and he keeps going like ah hey hey Jack hey come on man oh God. he just take the vaccine yeah he's just like snapping every bone in his body and then he you're, gets you're, to the you're bottom. happy and. I I would be very happy. I would be very happy. Yeah. That's reasonable. That would make me happy. The only thing that, and then like Nancy Pelosi comes over and she's like drinking and she's like, and then she slips on Joe Biden's blood and then she like cracks her skull open. That's best case scenario. That would be the best case scenario. And then Kamala Mm -hmm. Harris comes over to Nancy Pelosi's twitching body because her her skull got fractured on like a linoleum floor. And she's like, oh, I'm finally president. And then she slips on the blood and then she goes down. And that would be funny for me. That would make me very happy. Can we make Mm -hmm. that happen, somebody? Uh, Now the final question. All right. Uh, This is the final question. And this is the most important question. This is kind of the question that it all leads to, the whole point go. of the show. Oh, boy. Uh, what is enough for you? 
Oh, God. What would be enough? I had nothing. That's a good question. What would be enough? Oh. What would you go, oh, hey, man, that, you know, that's enough. I'm good. That, oh. I'm good. I can hang up my hat. I don't know. If I was just in a big room full of Pez, just a big <laughs> room full of okay. nothing but Pez. Okay, fair I enough. love Pez. Okay. I'd be like, this is fucking enough. You'd be like, you I'd know what, be, man? Ah, no, no need, to, no need to, to fight Joe Biden Career, anymore. Career, Joe Biden. It just, all that all doesn't just, matter. If I was in a room filled with Pez, that, that might, yeah. everything yeah. would slip away. Everything would change. Okay. Everything, once I opened that door, I would be a different person. I would walk into a room full of Pez, and I'd be like, there's blue Pez. There's pur- 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 purple Pez. Purple Pez. Purple yeah. Pez. There's pink Pez. I'd be like, this fucking rules, dude. Right. I'd be, that would be enough for me. That would be just, you know. Perfect. All right. Um, and also, if you know, if if my great unrequited love Oliver ever requited my love, that would be also enough for me. If I succeeded right. enough in my career, well, I was you know. There's uh, a guy named Oliver there. Let's not talk about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. It was an unrequited love. Have you ever had an unrequited love? Uh, yes. And I mean, I mean, yeah. My last girlfriend dumped me like two years ago. No, 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 no. That's not unrequited love. Oh, okay. okay. Unrequited love is I love this person, but they would never, ever feel the same way about me. Oh, god. So it's it's the it's it's being on the other side of the glass with your hand pressed up against the glass, watching them with somebody else, and you're just like, but wait. I there's one person that and then I they look kinda, at you and they're just like Ugh. I kind of have that. There's one love. person that I kind of had that with. There's this lady who uh, she would hook up with me, but she wouldn't like like make it official official. Sure. And so there's that. And uh, but then in the end, I was glad that she didn't. Right. And so it kind of all. In the end, out. I I'm not glad. In the end, I'm just sad. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm glad. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so Pez. Pez, yeah. Okay. A room full of Pez would be enough. Well, everyone, this has been Waiting for Death. With I'm, Joe I'm still waiting. Yeah. Somebody somebody call my number. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, Isaiah Mueller, everybody. Peace. Bye, everybody. Oh, follow Isaiah Mueller on uh, Instagram, IJ underscore Mueller. Yes, yes, yes. All the follows. Peace. Thanks for having me, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah.